as we sort of transition to to really break down the content NFT life cycle, um, I'm going to bring back the the initial graph that I brought up earlier yeah, because be I think it's a good vi- it's, it's a good visualization to understand what is the the content NFT life cycle and all the different pieces that kind of fit as a downward stream, right? And I guess just to quickly outline it, and then we can we can dive into each sort of segment. Is you have the element of actually producing the content, and then once it's produced, you mint and tokenize the content. And uh, after you mint it, you distribute it, uh, and then you have curators that sort of like help bring even more eyes to it and have their sort of taste making abilities projected on it, right, as a signal. Um, and then you have the level of engagement that comes around it, right. Um, I would love for you to kind of like break down every single section because there's also like yeah. another component. There's a community coordination to it and how that fits into the whole entire funnel of Web3 social, right? As, as you imagine. Um, so let's, let's double down on, on what the content NFT life cycle is um, and just take it away. Yeah, let's do it. So I'll, I'll help kind of paint the picture too. Really like what, like I think about it like this, like content NFTs kind of create this framework where there's all these different verticals of content from art to music, to videos, to podcast or writing. Right. And it, and it's, it kind of, it's, you know, goes that way. Right. As well as, um, the way the content goes upstream. Right. So take something like a piece of music and how it's co-created in the production style, right. Like in the, in the production layer. Right. So, um, you know, having the stems, of the songs and it being findable and remixable, right? Like that's a layer, right? And then minting that song on chain is, is a layer, right? Like basically instantiating it on chain and making it able to be valued, right? Um, that copies of content NFT then being distributed upstream, right? So listener apps or video players or um, all these different, depending on the vertical of content, like what you need, like what we're used to around things like Spotify bringing up content or YouTube showing videos or um, Netflix showing TV and and film. Uh, And then, you know, as it's being distributed or part of like the distribution funnel as well, it's like, how is this content curated? Right. So like traditionally you might have creation kind of in a more centralized way where companies create their own playlists or you have your own, mm. you know, highlights and features and right. And, and it's kind of like this sort of top down, or maybe you give a certain artist, a certain creator, the ability to, to have like a, a playlist or a, you know, a, a set of curated content. Um, and in, there's an opportunity now to like essentially bring together uh, curators to like vote as communities to find content together, vote as communities and help bring up and rise the content they love the most. So, you know, you might not necessarily be like an artist minting or you might not be someone collecting, but you could be in the circle of like communities that are finding certain types of content or even genres of content within that type of content and helping like, you know, when people say, Oh, I was a person that found that artist and brought him and then they signed a record label or what it's like, now this happens on chain, like communities can vote and actually like do it on chain. And these are re- like, you know, uh, these kind of pointable, these data points that are, that are accruing. Um, and then beyond like, you know, once you're kind of curated, maybe that helps with distribution, getting into more interfaces um, as well. Uh, then that content is like, you know, even more upstream. It's, it's, it, it's being engaged with. Right. So like 
a good example of something like on, on Twitch where like you're reacting in streams with emotes and getting your questions answered or on TikTok, we are acting with hearts live or Instagram, like hearts live during streams. And right. And, uh, this is like, how do you do that kind of on chain is like, you can think of like basically value backed emotes, right? Like not like a, a basically a level above ownership and a level above, like you created or help this artist get to that point essentially or elevate that artist. But now it's like, you know, you're someone that found it and you love it and you, you're doing some form of engagement. Maybe you're buying like their emote packs and you're spending it towards it. And these are like NFT based emotes that are directly giving money to the creator as you're enjoying the content. Right. Um, it's kind of like a, a lower level of engagement before you might go into like you're looking for other helping other artists or even going into like ownership of the content of that artist. Right. So like we kind of look at it. I kind of look at it from that way as we build it out. But in reality, it's going to start coming the other way for users, right? Users will come in. They'll be in a, distribu a distribution-focused app. They'll engage with some content. Maybe they'll get to the point where they're helping curate some of the content, right? Maybe they'll end up buying some of the content they love, right? And, like, so there's that's kind of, you know, the, the different kind of layers and ways that, that if you, like, kind of unbundle the existing creator economy and say, all right, how does this sort of work in Web3? What are these layers that we need to see here? that we right. still need to build for. And and people are building for these these layers, right? And and across all different verticals of content, you might even be able to say, it's like, it, one of the questions is, is, are these layers kind of content specific or are they cross content? And I think it's a question almost for, you know, each little sort of cross section of like, you know, whether it's creation within music or creation in, in videos, um, you know, or is it, you know, music, first and then you'd create there or, you know, it's, so it's like, you can kind of look at it from any different direction sure. when you're thinking in those kind of different boxes. Um, and that, so the content life, that's kind of really diving into the content life cycle pretty specifically. Right. Um, and then you also kind of have, it's like, all right, in this world of like your collectors are valuing your content and that's how you're basically building your community. Like your community is now like just your, your token holders. Right. And right. so now there's, there needs to be new infrastructure for how do you coordinate your community uh, that's now on chain holding and owning tokens. Right. Um, and obviously one of those really key things that happens the second you own something is you want to be able to communicate. And, and so messaging is, is a key part of that. Mm. Um, right. Like, and so you look at things, it's like on chain messaging, like natively is very important, like decentralized messaging infrastructure. Right. Um, how do you get, how do you talk to someone directly from wallet to wallet? Maybe you're filtering but, your wallet based off token ownership. I don't want people to just message me because I have my wallet. I only sure. want people to message me because maybe they have certain assets, right? Right. Um, right. Or they're within the same communities that I'm in. Um, that's a key. That's a big layer, right? And then also as you move from there, it's like as a community, how does the community get more involved in the creator and the content life cycle? It's, you know, around governance. It's around like, voting on things, uh, trying to build a treasury, building like a, you know, um, like a, an, a chest of, of a treasury that can go and, and be active and, and basically work together to help proliferate the content and the artists, right? That's where you're going in and you're, you're kind of crossing over the content lifecycle and you're, you're helping with distribution and creation and engagement and, you know, working together along those things. Also, there could be people that are 
um, you know, like helpful, like directly skilled in things that that creator needs and they're direct and they're already in their community instead of going out and saying, Mm -hmm. how do I find a marker? How do I find, um, you know, someone to master the song or someone that edits, you know, videos like you can now create this opportunity for like earning. Right. Um, so like think about concepts like, all right, like sure people are selling NFTs today, but over time, as you want to give more people the ability that are adding value to your community, uh, to have ownership in your, you know, in your career and your journey as an artist. Um, now maybe you say, Oh, like if you do these certain sets of things, like you can earn this NFT, like blockchain bread over here is spending mm. all this money on it. You don't, like, if you do these, like you can just, you can just earn it. Right. So right. It's, it's another way. Um, and, uh, yeah. And then like, that's really where it, it, it gets interesting in like all the different levels of earning and, and, uh, kind of how do you scale that? The, those earning opportunities, right? Social um, tokens. And the si- yeah, and the size of the community is really where you get to like the social tokens. So we went from messaging, governance and treasury to earning. Now to social tokens where it's like social tokens is, is a scale is like a community scaling opportunity. Basically the way to kind of think about it is like you start like you want your content to be valued. So you start releasing content. Um, and then more and more people, the demand for the value of content grows. So you start to essentially release more content or maybe more additions of that content. Um, and at a certain point, you imagine you'd get to the level where it's like, there is more people that love my content than I'm willing to essentially dilute the value of my content. Like, I don't want to have right. as many additions, as many pieces of content out because like, it's, it feels like it's too, it's too much for this piece of art. Right. And, and I want to keep it to this level. Right. And at that point it's like, okay, you can basically create like a wide exposure. And also when you're buying NFTs of it's specific pieces of content usually. Right. So like, how do you go and say, all right, I'll, I'll give this kind of like wide exposure sort of asset. Um, that is the lowest price denomination entrance and can be earned more quickly, right, than the NFTs, right? And that's kind of like this social token layer makes a lot of sense. And we haven't really seen much of this yet in scale. We've seen some experiments. Sure. Um, and it makes sense because creators are still kind of developing. It's it's almost like the, you know, you get to like audience market fit, essentially. And then you say, right. okay, like now I'm ready to release right. this, this social right. token. It's similar to how you have like a Uniswap with a product, getting a part market fit, and then saying, all right, like here's the, the Uniswap token. We're going to expand it and create incentive mechanisms and take it to scale to the next level, right? So it's kind of like that that uh, progressive decentralization for creators is kind of like where the social token comes in. Um, so yeah, we just dove into the whole content lifecycle, the whole community coordination aspect, and these things are, are, are constantly crossing over, right? Social tokens can be a form of engagement around content, um, earning could be earning like the mint and NFT directly or earn like, or like your, your community directly around governance could be involved in the creation aspect. So like, there's a lot of like middling between these two constantly. Right. And like, and like your community participating and supporting the content life cycle that your content and they want to proliferate that content for, for the, for the creator. Right. Um, and then basically all this stuff, you know, it's happening on chain, right. All this, all this data, all, all these things are building all this, these, powerful relationships. You, did you curate that artist? You help them get the distribution that they deserved, right? Do you own their work since the beginning? 
Um, did you engage with the content early on that, you know, like that you love and it means something to you? It's like all these, it's like, there's nothing even close to this, these levels of relationships and the, this depth of relationship via ownership um, in the current web two social paradigm. We have likes and follows, right. And, and subs and like, it, it's, it, there's a huge disconnect. This is bridging that, like the ability to be involved, be part of the artist's journey, have cultural equity have, um, you know, real on-chain like data to point to that you were there and what you did and how you're part of it. Right. And, and so that all the community coordination aspects around, what did you vote on? What did you earn? You know, and then around the content life cycle around, what have you, what do you own? What have you, you know, curated? What have you engaged with? All that just becomes this really valuable data. And all these collectors also have relationships with each other. Who's done what the same stuff or what have you done differently and become this, like all this data to basically say, all right, how do we show that and like show these relationships and show all the stuff that's going on. That's so valuable. And that's the web through social layer. That's where it all kind of comes together and where there's so much innovation to be had around like, what is the most, like, what is the best way to show relationships on chain? Right? Like who are your mutual, it's crazy. Like if you look at the market today so far, like there's like who, who are your mutual collectors? Like what do you collect together, right? And I think a lot of these things is like ownership becomes the big centerpiece here is like, how do you find um, other artists, right? Instead of us doing these different AI models and stuff, like it could be like, who are your most, your highest mutual collectors? Like me and Koopa Troopa are good friends, but I bet you on chain, we're, might, we're even better friends. Like we we mm-hmm. collected a lot of the same artists. We love a lot of the same artists. Who right. are the artists that he's collected in a large amount that I haven't collected, right? I would love to know that, right? Yeah. Like that's how I want to discover. That's what we want to do. We want to do ownership-based like social, right? Yeah. Um, and that's where the opportunities really come here to say like people, a lot of people say the narrative has become a lot of like, what's the utility? You need to have utility. It's like there is so much utility here. It's just not easy to see it yet because all the relationships that are going on, all the emotional connections that are being had are not, are, we just need to display that. We need to show them better. We need to make people realize what's happening, how, and, and like show what they're feeling. Right. And um, so, yeah, I'm really excited for the lefty social layer. And I think that's where a lot of it comes together. 